Welcome to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Now get ready for another episode of Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain. Welcome to our podcast. Please be aware the thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are their thoughts and opinions only and do not reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks, or their sponsors and associates. We would like to encourage you to do your own research and discover the subject matter for yourself. Hi, I'm Sandra Champlain. For almost 25 years, I've been on a journey to prove the existence of life after death. On each episode, we'll discuss the reasons we now know that our loved ones have survived physical death. And so will we. Welcome to Shades of the Afterlife. On our show today, I'd like to talk about celebrities, movies, and the afterlife. But before we do, let's do a little experiment about the powers of your soul. You've probably heard me say it before that we are all souls having a human experience. One of the workshops I took years ago was with physicist Russell Targ about an ESP technique called remote viewing. As a kid, Russell knew things about people that he met, like the color of their house or what kind of dog they had, only to find out later that what he saw in his mind was actually true about the people. He grew up to be a great physicist and one of the founding fathers of the laser beam, but has never forgotten his interest of this extrasensory perception. Have you ever heard of psychic spies? Back in 1972, the Stanford Research Institute was formed by Russell, he was the co-founder, of this 23-year $20 million ESP program supported by the United States CIA, NASA, the Defense Intelligence Agency, the U.S. Army, the Air Force Intelligence, and other United States government agencies. I'd like to give you a little taste of remote viewing, if you're willing to play with me. Now, I realize you may be driving a car while listening to this or out jogging or out for a walk right now, but if you are at home or at the office, go get a piece of paper and a pen or pencil. You've probably heard that we all have a left brain and a right brain. Left brain is our logical side, and right brain houses our creativity and our imagination. While it's a lot more complex than that, what we want to do is not use the logical side of our brain, which might be telling you right now that this experiment is never going to work. We are going to use our creative side. In a moment, I'm going to hold something in my hands, and I want you to pretend that you are the world's greatest psychic, and that you can see into the bag and details of what's inside it. Now, the key is in the details. The logical side of your mind is going to try to figure out what it is, but we don't want to do that. We want to look for elements of the object and the bag itself. Let's use your creative side, shall we? So right now, I've got the bag containing the object in my left hand. 
I want you to imagine that you're holding the bag. See if you can feel, with your intuition, elements of the bag. Is it a big bag? A small bag? Paper bag? Plastic bag? Cloth bag? How does the bag feel in your hands? Is it light? Is it heavy? And if you've got paper by your side, go ahead and write down what you're feeling. Is there a color to the bag? Perhaps there are some images that come to mind, and that's okay. You can write them down. But just try not to use logic and keep your imagination flowing. And I think it's important to say it's necessary to be okay with the fact that you might get this wrong. This is play. Be willing to get it wrong and do it anyways. Now, there is something inside the bag. As the world's greatest psychic, are there any colors you see to what's in the bag? Does it have any surprising elements to it? What is this object made of? How does it feel in your fingers? Is there a texture to it? Write it all down if you can. If you'd like to hit the pause button and take a few deep breaths and start again, you can do that. What's in the bag, you ask? Well, I'll let you know later on in this episode. We're going to let your imagination and your subconscious do a little work on it while we have our show today. If you want to learn more about remote viewing, I have almost a whole chapter about it in my book, We Don't Die, A Skeptic's Discovery of Life After Death, and you can actually get a free copy of it, if you like, at my website, which is wedontdie.com. Scroll down to the bottom. If you join my email list, it says you'll get the first few chapters to read, but here's my secret. It's the entire book. You can also download an app that Russell Targ created called ESP Trainer, and it's pretty cool. Now, on to the show. Do you have a favorite movie about the afterlife? I sure do. It's called Defending Your Life with Albert Brooks and Meryl Streep. And simply put, most of the movie takes place in the afterlife. In the beginning few minutes, we learn that Albert Brooks's character is all about money and all about looking good. He ends up getting hit by a bus and is transported to a place called Judgment City. He finds out he has to defend his life, almost like being in a courtroom. He has to prove that while he was on earth, he overcame fear. And while he's there, he gets an attorney. He meets Meryl Streep's character, who's also defending her life. And it's a romance and a comedy. Here in Judgment City, though, you can eat as much as you want and not gain weight. The sun is always shining. It's the perfect temperature and life is good. When we think about celebrities in the afterlife, we often think about Shirley MacLaine, who has made all kinds of statements about her belief in the afterlife and her belief in reincarnation and all kinds of stories. And in this movie, Meryl Streep and Albert Brooks go out on a date and they go to this place called the Shirley MacLaine Past Life Pavilion. And it's a really funny scene that they each stand and place their hands on a counter. And on the 
video screen in front of them, they get to see who they were in past lives. Meryl Streep's character was like the knight in shining armor, whereas Albert Brooks's character was being chased by a lion to be eaten. Wholeheartedly recommend the movie. Another movie that I remember is Made in Heaven, and it had Kelly McGillis and Timothy Hutton. And they also were two people who met in the afterlife and came back. Really clever, imaginative movie about things that may happen in the afterlife. Robin Williams had a movie, What Dreams May Come. Matt Damon appears in a movie called Hereafter, which he finds out he is a medium and uncovers some amazing things about the afterlife. There's something like 80% of the people on planet Earth that believe in the afterlife. So it only makes sense that our writers and movie creators and celebrities believe in the afterlife. I want to share with you some stories from celebrities about why they believe in the afterlife. We'll start with actress Elizabeth Taylor's experience of seeing her husband in a near-death experience. In London, Mm -hmm. about 30 years ago, I was pronounced dead uh, four times. Uh, Once I didn't breathe and I had no vitals for five minutes. And that was the time that I had the near-death experience. When I had the out-of-body experience and could see the people working around me, I tried desperately to move an eyelid, a finger, something to let them know that I could hear them saying, well, I think we've lost her. I was saying to myself, no, you haven't. I'm here. But I was like out. And then I I sort of floated into this tunnel. And there were other figures that I recognized. And this welcoming, like sun, white sun and warmth. And like being in liquid mercury. It was like being weightless. And Mike Todd was there. And I wanted to be with him more than anything in the world. He'd been dead about three years. And I was still mourning him. And he said, no, baby, you can't. It's not your time. You can't come over. You have to fight to go back. You have to fight to go back. And I said, but I want to be with you. And he said, you can't now. I'll be here. You have to fight to go back. And evidently, while this was happening, my hands were like, in this, and they tried to unclench my hands. I was reported dead. It was on the bulletin board. When I came out of the uh, whatever it was, I mean, I wasn't breathing. There were about 11 doctors in the room, and I told them all what I'd experienced because I felt like I had to tell somebody so I wouldn't later on think I was crazy. And then I thought, that does sound so crazy. I don't think I'm going to tell anybody else. And for years, I didn't say anything. And then I started reading about other people having the same kind of experience. They all vary slightly. Then I thought, there's got to be something to it. There are just too many people who've gone through it. I know I did. Just because I haven't talked about it doesn't mean that it wasn't as real as the day it happened. 
As we talk about on previous episodes, a near-death experience occurs when somebody is clinically dead, their heart has stopped beating, and their brain is no longer functioning. A majority of people who've had near-death experiences describe this out-of-body existence after death, where they feel of oneness with all things. Phrases like, my whole life flashed before my eyes and seeing a tunnel come from decades of research that began when Dr. Raymond Moody coined the phrase near-death experience. Now, celebrities are already rich and famous, and why would they reveal to the world that they were dead and they came back to life? They already have fame and money. In fact, by telling everyone that they came back from the dead, they may risk their own reputations. But many celebrities have risked it all to tell the world about these experiences in hopes of helping others realize that we go on after death. Elizabeth Taylor passed into the spirit world on March 23, 2011, and prior to her death, she wasn't afraid of dying because she had had that experience. We'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I don't understand what the big fat ones are. You don't put those inside of you, do you? I mean, you do? Yes. This is a show about women. Okay, so I just reapply my lip gloss after eating a delicious lunch. We are headed back now to European political systems class at Baruch College. Woo! Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. That's it. That's actually the name of the show. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. It's like reality TV on the radio. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Hey folks, it's easier than ever to become a Coast to Coast AM insider and have access to past shows, the Art Bell Vault with classic audio and interviews, and so much more. And you can listen to the show live or on demand with your computer or cell phone, and the audio streams are high quality and crystal clear. It's easy to become an insider. Just head on over to coasttocoastam.com, the website, and you'll find all the info right there. That's coasttocoastam.com, coasttocoastam.com. The Coast to Coast AM mobile app is here and waiting for you right now. With the app, you can hear classic shows from the past seven years, listen to the current live show, and get access to the Art Bell Vault where you can listen to uninterrupted audio. So head on over to the coasttocoastam.com website. We have a handy video guide to help you get the most out of your mobile app usage. All the info is waiting for you now at coasttocoastam.com. That's coasttocoastam.com. We're happy to let you know that our Coast to Coast AM official YouTube channel has now reached 300,000 subscribers. You can listen to the first hour of recent and past shows all for free. So head on over to coasttocoastam.com and hit the YouTube icon at the top of the page. This is free show audio, so don't wait. coasttocoastam.com is where you want to be. And now more Sandra on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we're talking about celebrities, movies, and the afterlife. Actress Sharon Stone came very close to death, suffering a stroke in 2001, and she has written about it recently in her book, The Beauty of Living Twice. She said that she was bleeding into her brain for several days before she was hospitalized. And in her words, I became unconscious when I got there. They put me in a CT scan machine to find out what was happening to me, and I was unconscious that whole time. Here's what else she said. I suddenly felt everything moving strangely, as if the film of my life were moving through a camera backward, fast. I started to experience a feeling of falling, and then as though something were overtaking me, body and soul, followed by this tremendous, luminous, uplifting whiteout pulling me right out of my body and into a familiar, brilliant other body of knowing. The light was luminous. It was so mystical. I wanted to know it. I wanted to immerse myself. Faces were not just familiar. They were transcendent. Some of them had not been gone for long. I had cared for some of them until the end of this life. They were my closest friends, Caroline, Tony, Manuel. I had missed them so much. I felt so cold in the room I was coming from. They were so warm, so happy, so welcoming. Without saying a word, I understood everything they were telling me about why we are safe and why we should not be afraid, because we are surrounded by love, that in fact we are love. Suddenly, I felt like I had been kicked in the middle of my chest by a mule. The impact was so harsh and astoundingly, I was awake and back in the emergency room. I had made a choice. I took the kind of gasp you take when you are underwater far too long. I sat up. The light was blinding. All I could see was Dr. Handsome, standing back, observing me, 
I always love hearing stories when people's deceased friends and relatives come into the picture when they have a near-death experience. Next, I want to play a short clip from actress Della Reese, and a deceased loved one comes in even though she didn't die. So listen to this. My daughter wanted to skinny, Dumpsy wanted to skinny dip because she had heard so much about skinny dip. And at the, the house that I had before didn't have a pool and she, I wouldn't let her go to a public pool or somebody's house that I didn't know and skinny dip. So this particular night we were going to skinny dip. And we got in the pool and we're swimming but we didn't get any towels. And so it, once you're in the pool, the water's warm, but when you step out, it's cold. I didn't want it to catch a cold, so I said, you stay in the pool, and I'll go get some towels. Now, when I got in the pool, I left the door open. But skinny dipping means that she was naked, so she closed the door. I never saw her close the door. So when I got out, I walked as if the door was open and into the door. I lost seven pints of blood. I only had nine. And uh, I had a thousand stitches. It was a, a horrendous thing because what happened was the door did not break in its entirety. It broke in the center where I hit it. And my hitting it made me fall over the jagged edges of the glass. And there's glass under my hands and glass under my feet, so there's no traction. And I'm cutting my body, and this is going to be hard for you, but my mother, who had been dead since 1949, put her arm around me like this and lifted me up, and the top glass fell. I would have been guillotined had she not done that. There's lots of stories of people who say, angels came out of nowhere and saved them only to disappear. So I really love that Della saw her mom and her mom is the one that saved her life. Next, I want to share with you just a short story about the bass guitarist, Nikki Six from Motley Crue. He had had a near-death experience, but he kept quiet for years because he was afraid of being ridiculed. He had overdosed on heroin back in December 1987 and was thought to be dead and beyond help before an ambulance crewman administered two adrenaline shots into his heart. Nikki later discussed being able to see what was going on around his body during the episode. But he admits that he was very cautious about sharing his story. He said, I saw things I shouldn't have been able to see. I saw the hotel hallway, the ambulance, the limo that was there. I couldn't have seen that because there was a sheet over me. I kept it to myself for years. People look at you and they think you're a little bit crazy. So it is very scary to share your story with people, whether you're a celebrity or not. And when people have near-death experiences, so often some people can think that it might be the medication or the drugs that they're taking. But when people have these experiences, they're completely lucid, clear, and have witnessed things that are going on. Now, this next story I want to tell you is not from a celebrity. It's actually from a paramedic from an emergency call. A group of paramedics was called as a woman had died in her bathtub. Now, unfortunately, this woman was quite overweight and one of the paramedics said something very nasty about her size. Now, they were able to revive the woman 
And when she came back to life, she had awoken in the hospital. And after she had been released home, she made a beeline to find that paramedic. She actually told him off because she was able to hear very clearly the description that he had said about her and her size. And of course, he was shocked because she was dead when he said it. Now, one more story, even though this is not celebrity, but it's a paramedic story. I know a gentleman who ended up flatlining after a car accident, was put on an ambulance and being revived. He saw, as he was floating outside of his body, the name tags from the two paramedics that were working on him. After he came to, and of course he was healed, he went back to thank the paramedics. And he knew them by name because he had seen them, or his consciousness had seen them, while he was dead. Ozzy Osbourne also reported seeing a bright light after being pronounced officially dead after a biking accident. He says, I didn't know where I was or how long I'd been there. I would drift in and out of consciousness. Other times, there would be a beautiful white light shining through the darkness, but no effing angels, (laughs) no one blowing trumpets, and no man in a white beard. Oscar-nominated actor Gary Busey had a near-death experience in 1998. He flipped over the handlebars on his Harley-Davidson motorcycle at 40 miles per hour and smacked his head hard against the concrete. The actor's skull cracked open and he slipped into a one-month-long coma. While he was undergoing surgery, Busey asserts that he saw angels all around him. They don't look like what they look like on Christmas cards, Busey said. They're big balls of light that float and carry nothing but love and warmth. Actor Donald Sutherland had a bout with meningitis in 1979 that nearly took his life. He later explained, Suddenly the pain, fever, and acute distress seemed to evaporate. I was floating above my body, surrounded by soft blue light. I began to glide down a long tunnel, away from the bed, but suddenly I found myself back in my body. The doctors told me later that I'd actually died for a time. Athletes are also celebrities, and I know a gentleman from my 30-plus years catering for race car teams who was a race car driver. And he had the story that when he was in his 20s, he was in a terrible car accident. He ended up flatlining, going into a coma, and was in some really bad shape. But he said he had had a near-death experience. He explained that he floated out of his body, and where he was made our life here seem like just a dream. It was so clear, and his grandmother and grandfather were there, and of course, they were deceased. He was shown his mom and dad and brother praying over his hospital bed, and honestly felt like he had the choice whether to go with his grandmother and grandfather or come back to earth. He knew the right thing to do was to come back to earth, and he awoke in his body, which was extremely painful. There was no pain at all, however, in the afterlife. This experience caused him 
to live life differently. He was no longer afraid of death, so he didn't need to be afraid of life. In racing, you really need to put your foot hard on the pedal and go very fast and take some real risks in order to win. He was able to do just that, and he's been a race car champion many times over. I don't have his permission to give his name, but he's great. He told me this story years ago, and that message rang so true for me that if we can really embrace the reality of life after death, that we don't need to be afraid of life. Now, I'm not telling anyone to drive 220 miles per hour and take those kind of risks, but where in our life can we take a few more risks? Where in our life have we held ourselves back? What can we do and accomplish knowing that we can never truly die? We humans share three fears, the fear of failure, the fear of being alone, and the fear of dying. The good news is we don't die. We have loved ones surrounding us, whether we can see them or not. And all we experience here in life is education for the soul. So there is no failure. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Stay right there. There's more Sandra coming right up. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I don't understand what the big fat ones are. You don't put those inside of you, do you? I mean... You do? This is a show about women. Okay, so I just reapply my lip gloss after eating a delicious lunch. We are headed back now to European political systems class at Baruch College. Woo! Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. That's it. That's actually the name of the show. 
It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. It's like reality TV on the radio. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you looking for that certain someone who shares your interests in UFOs, ghosts, Bigfoot, conspiracy theories, and the paranormal? Well, look no further than ParanormalDate.com, the unique site for like-minded people. If you like the senior crowd, try ParanormalDate.com slash seniors to meet like-minded people that are 60 plus. It all depends on what you prefer. ParanormalDate.com is great for everyone. You can also tap into members that are 60 plus at ParanormalDate.com slash seniors. Enjoy your search and have some fun at ParanormalDate.com. The Art Bell Vault never disappoints. Classic audio at your fingertips. Go now to CoastToCoastAM.com for full details. With age, women and men have issues with fine lines, wrinkles, under-eye bags, crepey skin on the neck, and aging on the hands. Dr. Nathan Newman has developed Luminess for amazing results treating these issues with his stem cell-based formula, APT200. Try Luminess today with our postage-paid starter kit for only $19.99, available exclusively at HealthyLooking.com. Join thousands of satisfied customers using Luminess. Learn more at HealthyLooking.com. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we're talking celebrities, the afterlife, and movies. At the beginning of the show today, we did a little exercise called remote viewing. How are you doing? Have you come up with any other details or descriptions about what was in the bag? Now, I'm not going to tell you what it is just yet, but here's a hint. If your soul picked up that the bag is made of paper and that the item inside is lightweight and you saw the color green, you would be correct. Before the break, we talked about the three fears that humans share, the fear of dying, the fear of being alone, and the fear of failure. I want to play for you now Steve Jobs' commencement speech from 2005, where he did the address for the graduating class at Stanford University. He passed in 2011. And after I play this clip, I want to share with you what his final words were before he died. My third story is about death. When I was 17, I read a quote that went something like, if you live each day as if it was your last, someday you'll most certainly be right. <laughs> it made an impression on me. And since then, for the past 33 years, I've looked in the mirror every morning and asked myself, if today were the last day of my life, would I want to do what I am about to do today? And whenever the answer has been no for too many days in a row, I know I need to change something. Remembering that I'll be dead soon is the most important tool I've ever encountered to help me make the big choices in life. 
Because almost everything, all external expectations, all pride, all fear of embarrassment or failure, these things just fall away in the face of death, leaving only what is truly important. Remembering that you are going to die is the best way I know to avoid the trap of thinking you have something to lose. You are already naked. There is no reason not to follow your heart. About a year ago, I was diagnosed with cancer. I had a scan at 7.30 in the morning, and it clearly showed a tumor on my pancreas. I didn't even know what a pancreas was. The doctors told me this was almost certainly a type of cancer that is incurable, and that I should expect to live no longer than three to six months. My doctor advised me to go home and get my affairs in order, which is doctor's code for prepare to die. It means to try and tell your kids everything. You thought you'd have the next 10 years to tell them in just a few months. It means to make sure everything is buttoned up so that it will be as easy as possible for your family. It means to say your goodbyes. I live with that diagnosis all day. Later that evening, I had a biopsy where they stuck an endoscope down my throat, through my stomach and into my intestines, put a needle into my pancreas and got a few cells from the tumor. I was sedated, but my wife, who was there, told me that when they viewed the cells under a microscope, the doctor started crying because it turned out to be a very rare form of pancreatic cancer that is curable with surgery. I had the surgery, and thankfully, I'm fine now. This was the closest I've been to facing death, and I hope it's the closest I get for a few more decades. Having lived through it, I can now say this to you with a bit more certainty than when death was a useful but purely intellectual concept. No one wants to die. Even people who want to go to heaven don't want to die to get there. And yet, <laughs> death is the destination we all share. No one has ever escaped it. And that is as it should be, because death is very likely the single best invention of life. It's life's change agent. It clears out the old to make way for the new. Right now, the new is you. But someday, not too long from now, you will gradually become the old and be cleared away. Sorry to be so dramatic, but it's quite true. Your time is limited. So don't waste it living someone else's life. Don't be trapped by dogma, which is living with the results of other people's thinking. Don't let the noise of others' opinions drown out your own inner voice. And most important, have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. They somehow already know what you truly want to become. Everything else is secondary. Pretty inspiring words. Six years later, Steve Jobs did make his transition into the afterlife. But in his final moments, he looked at his sister, Patty. Then he looked for a long time at his children. Then at his partner, Laureen. And then he looked over their shoulders past them. Steve Jobs' final words, looking over their shoulders, was, Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. The great inventor Thomas Edison also had some pretty profound last words. He said, it's very beautiful over there. He whispered that to his doctor before he passed. Now, those people who knew Thomas well 
stated that he never, ever said anything unless he knew it to be true. No one dies alone, and there are tons of stories of people who have had loved ones helping them cross over to the other side. They're called deathbed visitations. Author Truman Capote's last words were, Mama, Mama, Mama. Marilyn Monroe passed 37 years prior to her husband, Joe DiMaggio, but on his deathbed, he whispered to his lawyer, I finally get to see Marilyn. Here's actress Jane Seymour explaining her experience. What happened with me is I had anaphylactic shock, so my whole body just shut down. And before it happened, I I realized uh, something had happened I'd ha- and my throat closed up and I could feel my, my heartbeat was going way too fast and then suddenly it was silent. And when it was silent, um, I just saw this white light. And I was completely peaceful, you know, no stress, no no pain, no noise, nothing, just this white light. And then I kind of looked down, I remember, and I could see me lying on this bed, half naked, with this guy screaming and yelling in Spanish for emergency and putting huge syringes in my butt. And I'm looking, thinking, that's me. And it was so weird. But it didn't freak me out. But then I looked again at the white light and I just said, whoever, whatever, I just... I want to get back in that body. I I have things I need to do. And the funny thing is that all I cared about was raising my children and um, and making a difference. I felt I hadn't lived enough yet. And so once they gave me the antidote, and of course I was then alive again, they shocked me back into life. Um, I remember that there's only two things I would have taken with me or left behind any way you like to look at it. And that is the love I'd shared in my life, whether it had been for a moment or a lifetime and the difference I'd made. So it made life very simple. I came back and, and then I, I was impatient to live life and to and absolutely wanted to avoid any nonsense, manipulation, phoniness, um, any of that. You know, I, I just didn't have time for it anymore. Actor Clint Walker, very famous for playing cowboys in Westerns, tells this experience after a ski pole punctured his heart. Was a ski pole through my heart. Two doctors, when they got me down to Bishop, pronounced me dead, and I was out of body. And uh, I was in that spirit body here, you know. Uh, they tell us we have two bodies. Well, we really do. And that spirit body's got this one beat all the heck. You're more alive, more alert, more aware. Uh, you suddenly know things you never knew before. Uh, and uh, that spurt body, there's no aches and pains. I mean, very comfortable. But uh, I, I realized that I wouldn't, you know, particularly all that concerned about going back. And then I thought, but you know, there's something that I came uh, came to Earth to do, and I haven't done it. I got to go back, take another crack at it. And don't ask me what that was, because I don't know. Maybe it's the things I'm doing now. I don't know. But uh, I said, God, I'm, uh, I need your help. I want to go back and take another crack at it. Dr. Ken Ring did a lot of research on some commonalities with near-death experiences. In most cases, when people came closest to death or were clinically dead, they felt like they moved through a void or a dark tunnel, and they feel this luminous light. 
and a feeling of unconditional love. Many experience it so beautiful that they long to remain there and not go back to their earthly life. Now, no type of person was especially likely to have near-death experiences. It didn't matter race, gender, age, education, even religious orientation didn't make a difference. An atheist is as likely to have a near-death experience as a devoutly religious person. Dr. Ring also says that drugs, anesthesia, and medication didn't seem to be a factor. He concluded that NDEs are not hallucinations because hallucinations are rambling, unconnected, often unintelligible, and they vary widely. And NDEs tend to have a very similar and very clear connected pattern. Based on the information of those who had reported such incidents, the moment of death was often one of unparalleled beauty, peace and comfort, feeling total love and total acceptance. This was possible even for those who were involved in horrible accidents and the ones that suffered very serious injuries. This is very comforting if someone is suffering and is facing death, that there is no pain involved. After going through a near-death experience, people report a loss of the fear of death, as well as a greater appreciation of life. They also report stronger feelings of self-acceptance and a greater concern and sense for caring for other people. They have less interest in material things. Many tend to become more spiritual, although not necessarily in a religion. Almost all people who experience a near-death experience find their lives transformed and experience a change in their attitudes and values, as well as their inclination to love and help others. We'll be back after the break to talk afterlife movies and answer the question, what was in the green bag? You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Don't go anywhere. There's more Shades of the Afterlife coming right up. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I don't understand 
what the big fat ones are. You don't put those inside of you, do you? I mean, you do? This is a show about women. Okay, so I just reapply my lip gloss after eating a delicious lunch. We are headed back now to European political systems class at Baruch College. Woo! Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. That's it. That's actually the name of the show. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. It's like reality TV on the radio. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. And looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of thinning hair and not so thrilled with the options to reverse it? After 10 years of extensive research, Dr. Nathan Newman is proud to introduce Reveal. Easy to apply Reveal works great on men and women and is used in the comfort of your home. Applied morning and evening. Free of parabens, sulfates, silicones, and dyes, Dr. Newman uses stem cell technology and natural ingredients in this revolutionary product. It's the only product that can be used for men and women without having to worry about side effects on your heart. It wasn't an accidental discovery. It was really made for the hair, so it doesn't have all the side effects that all the other products that we had. Because it was made for the hair, it really has very good effect very quickly. You will see the changes in your hair, not in two years, but you will see it within two or three months. You will see that it's thicker, is more lustrous, better. And the more you use it, the more it will continue to benefit and maintain the hair because it's a fight against our genetics and against the hormonal changes that we get. Once you start using it and you see the benefit, you want to maintain it by continuing to use it. Reveal is a luxury home care system applied twice daily that is as good a treatment as you would find at the most exquisite salons at a fraction of the price. And only at HealthyLooking.com can you get Reveal with free smart delivery shipping. Simply enter discount code GEORGE. Time to return to a fuller-looking head of hair with Reveal from HealthyLooking.com or by phone 24-7 at 800-604-3129. 800-604-3129. Genuine Reveal is not available in stores. Order today at HealthyLooking.com. Reveal. The best afterlife information you can get while you're alive. Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain. Celebrities are human beings, just like you and I, but they are recognized by many for their contributions in life. But just like you and I, they have their fears and their questions. Young medium Tyler Henry is the subject of the television show Hollywood Medium, where he delivers messages to Hollywood celebrities from their loved ones in the afterlife on every episode. 
I know several mediums, and although I cannot divulge personal information, I can tell you that some of the biggest actors, musicians, and members of several countries' royal families believe in the afterlife and consult mediums. So let's talk movies. I've already mentioned my favorite, Defending Your Life, which is always good to watch if you need a good laugh and some inspiration. Here are some others. Heaven is for real. This is a story of a young four-year-old boy who goes through a near-death medical emergency and recounts stories about meeting Jesus, his unborn sister, and others. This is a true story from a book, and I clearly remember the scene where the little boy recognizes his grandfather in a photo album. However, he never met his grandfather in life, but he met him in the afterlife. What Dreams May Come, starring Robin Williams. After he dies in a car crash, a man searches heaven and hell for his beloved wife. Although I personally think hell is right here on earth and don't believe we'll find it in the afterlife, some of the movie magic and special effects of what heaven looks like are magnificent. Ghost. I'm sure you remember this with Demi Moore, Patrick Swayze, and Whoopi Goldberg. I think we've probably all have seen it. After a young man is murdered, his spirit stays behind to warn his lover of impending danger with the help of a reluctant psychic. It's really a good movie and very thought-provoking. It's a Wonderful Life with Jimmy Stewart, who plays a suicidal man who gets to see life anew with some help from a guardian angel. There's a movie that you may have not have heard of called Astral City, and it's in subtitles for those of us who don't speak Portuguese. Made in Brazil, it's based on the best-selling book by medium Chico Xavier, and the film tells a story of a successful doctor who experiences a spiritual awakening after his death. And the movie is really thought-provoking. It's got magnificent art direction and special effects of what life is like on the other side and how we try to communicate with those left behind on Earth. The movie Hereafter, I had mentioned briefly, Matt Damon stars, and it's directed by Clint Eastwood. The lives of a psychic, a French tsunami survivor, and a London schoolboy intersect. Their lives forever changed by what they might or must believe in, which is the existence of the hereafter. There's a movie with Holly Hunter called Always, directed by Steven Spielberg. It's a romance, a fantasy about a dead firefighter pilot who returns to make sure all is well for his successor and for his devastated girlfriend. There's some fun ones. Beetlejuice, The Sixth Sense. Flatliners, Chances Are, Made in Heaven, Disney's Coco, also Disney's new movie called Soul. There's a movie called Spirited Away. And there's also a funny one with Ricky Gervais called Ghost Town. He stars as Bertram Pincus, who is a dentist who dies for seven minutes while undergoing an operation, and he's brought back to life. The problem when he returns is that he can now see spirits everywhere who want him to deliver messages to their loved ones who are left still on earth, and he does not want any part of it. 
Now, the movie White Noise is a horror film. And while I'm not recommending you watch it, I wanted to tell you a story about it. Personally, I don't like scary movies, believe it or not. This movie did something phenomenal to help people learn about electronic voice phenomena, also known as EVP, which is using voice recorders to capture sounds of white noise. And then when you play back the recording, often there are words from loved ones who are in the afterlife that may appear. Tom and Lisa Butler, who are the presidents of the atransc.org, which is the Association of Trans Communication, were asked by Universal Studios to train them in what EVPs are and how to record them. They had no idea that they were creating a horror movie called White Noise, where in truth, only messages of love and sometimes humor come through on these recordings, not the scary messages like it shows in the movie. While they weren't pleased that it ended up being a horror film, what it did is it had hundreds of thousands of people around the world begin to research if electronic voice phenomena, EVPs, are real. And many people, including myself, have received and captured messages from loved ones in the afterlife that we have recorded. I know there are many more movies that touch on the afterlife, and you probably know some that I don't know. If you'd like to let me know what your favorite afterlife movies or movie is, there's a chat box under this episode if you're listening on iHeartRadio.com. And to find it, just go to iHeart or iHeartRadio.com. Both will get you there. Do a search for Shades of the Afterlife, and just beneath, you will see the chat box. Feel free to share your favorite afterlife movies. Although Ghostbusters isn't a movie about the afterlife, really, the writer and one of the actors of the film, Dan Aykroyd, believes in the afterlife. Sherlock Holmes creator, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, did too. Both of these stories I explored on episode 17 of Shades of the Afterlife, and you can even hear clips of them talking about why they believe in the afterlife. Now, I've kept you waiting long enough to find out what's in the bag from our remote viewing exercise. Are you ready to learn? If you want to review what you wrote down or review what you thought about, you can do that right now. As I asked you to imagine you were holding the bag and is it light? Is it heavy? Do you see any unique elements of what's inside the bag? All those sorts of things. Our minds, and I'm not talking about our brains, but I'm talking about our minds that are connected to the big picture, that are connected to all of it, are extremely intelligent. You may or you may not have some elements that you saw of what I actually have over here. If this is your first time doing it and you don't get it right, please don't be discouraged. When I took a course on remote viewing, there were 60 students in the class, and by the end of the weekend, absolutely everyone could do it. So it really takes you being okay with being wrong, setting that logical brain out of the picture for a little while, using your creativity, your imagination, and are you ready? So let's start out with the bag. It is about a foot tall and maybe just less than a foot wide and probably I would say four inches deep. It is a green bag and it has pictures of tulips, the flower tulips on the front of it. The tulips are red and yellow. 
There's also a gift tag that says smile. There are polka dots on the outside of the bag. And on the inside of the bag, it is white. So that is the bag. There's also some kind of curly Q drawing on it, maybe calligraphy. I have a picture of the bag and the contents back at that iHeartRadio.com chat box. So if you can find your way back there, iHeart.com, Shades of the Afterlife, look in the chat box and I will have pictures of the bag and the content. Now, what was in the bag? Well, it is my friend Kermit the Frog. Yes, from the Muppets, Kermit the Frog. And Kermit here is about 16 to 18 inches long. He's very, very light. He's got a red mouth and green hands, green legs. He's 99% green with his white eyes and black pupils And he's got a tag on him that's got some words, says Kermit. There's a picture of the other Muppets. It says Muppets on it. It says Disney. And there's a lot of writing. So if you were to see green, if you were to see eyes, if you were to see hands or webbed feet or anything that reminded you of Disney, you would be correct. Did you find that anything that you thought of is closely related to this. Remote viewing is something you can definitely practice on your own. I want to remind you that you can get a free copy of my book where I describe remote viewing in detail and how to do it, whether you're doing it with a partner or doing it by yourself. And if you go to wedontdie.com, scroll down, join my email list called the Insiders Club, and it says get a free few chapters of my book when in truth it's the whole book. And you can search for remote viewing and find it there. If you find a magazine somewhere in your house, preferably one that you haven't looked at, you can do this remote viewing exercise on your own by simply holding that intention of what are some of the images that are in the magazine. The world of remote viewing is a fascinating thing to research. And one of the reasons I'm so passionate about it is when you can have an experience of knowing something you shouldn't know, or you've been able to see some elements of what I had hidden in this bag, you'll realize you're not just your body and your brain. You are a being so much more intelligent. And this being, your etheric self, is perfect, whole, and complete. It doesn't matter what ailments you have or what struggles you have in life. The etheric body, which is the real you, is the one that you take with you to the afterlife. Perfect health, perfect weight, perfect vision, perfect age. This is a great exercise to do with other people, whether you're on the phone with them or on Zoom with them or somebody that is with you in your house. But again, I urge you to follow the instructions because I rushed it a little bit here today. So in closing, my name is Sandra Champlain. A big time thank you for listening today. You've been listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.
And if you like this episode of Shades of the Afterlife, wait until you hear the next one. Thank you for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.